there are seasons of active growth. Mm-hmm. I would define active growth as testing things out, actively rolling things out, intentionally trying to position yourself to see if I put this one up, I'm going to do the next thing and this is how I expect it to go. You're actively trying, like you're putting up shots daily and whatever it is, you're, you're like, you're like in a, you're moving with a sense of urgency. You're operating with a certain level of speed. You're, you're not taking no as a final answer. You're going, you're going, you're going. But then there's a season of passive growth where you're like, okay, hold up. Let's slow down a little bit. Let's maybe reconsider what we've done. Let's wait for things to mellow out a little bit. Maybe it's too hot right now. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be amongst the masses of everyone rolling stuff out. Let me, let me chill. So I'm like, in both seasons, Nick's, both there is no right or wrong. Like you, you gotta know what your growth style is. Are you the active growth style or are you the passive growth style or the reactive growth style? But if you stick in only one style your whole life, your entire year, every season is the only style that you operate out of, you're gonna stop growing because there is no change. So I want us to talk about that a little bit tonight because I've seen you I've been in that position myself now where I was in a passive growth season. I'm entering an active growth season. So I just want to talk about some of the specifics behind how do you know it's your active season or your active growth season? What do you do during the active growth season between testing certain things out, between trying to position yourself and intentionally leverage certain situations? That's an active growth season. Or again, one of those situations where it's like, oh, shoot there's a pandemic, the world is shut down. We got to maybe, maybe slow down. Or maybe that's the time to speed up. So I don't know, just let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. What, what season would you say you're in? Like an active growth season or more of a, yo, let me sit back. Cause they just coming in. So I'm not even needing to try type of thing. No, it's definitely active. I, I'm not, I, I would have to say, even though there is momentum that's happening, it's more what are you doing with it than necessarily acting as like, okay, it's, it's happening right now. Let me just chill. This is everything. Even though, like, even in the passive, I feel like even in the passive, I was active, mm. right? So what I mean by on an off season, um, I'm building and I'm creating as if it is the season. Right. So I don't know if for me there is an active and passive kind of situation. Maybe, maybe there's a season where I am, how do I put this? I am repurposing ideas. I'm repurposing content. I'm repurposing um, certain movements in certain seasons. Like at the end of the year, I'm for sure probably more in a passive way in order to strategize than necessarily let's come up with new things. Let's let's go do this. Let's take advantage of this. Let's do this. So I would say maybe definitely in December, I was in a passive situation. But right now, um, top of the year is really active. What how intentional am I with my brand? How intentional am I at? Am I with the community? 
how intentional and what are some of the moves that we're creating online, offline. So yes, there's momentum, but there's active movement as well with the mm-hmm. momentum. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And uh, it's it's funny because I, I think I, I definitely ran into, I don't know if it was maybe two years ago. I don't think it was last year. Two years ago, either three years ago, mm-hmm. where December came up and everything just stopped. And I was going crazy. I was like, what? What is going on? Like, what? why why, <laughs> why are we not moving? And I thought, it, and it was literally the first time. And it's crazy. And it just shows you, like, how your mind will play tricks on you. Because when the environment shift, shifts or, or the things around you change, you have to adjust. Mm-hmm. So I came from running that hospitality business where December was our busiest month of the year. Right. We made the most money in December, we were busiest in December, and we worked the hardest in December. So up until Christmas Eve, we are nonstop running and gunning. So, and again, I talk about this idea of when you're moving subconsciously and you don't, you don't have signs or you don't redefine things to give you some like upgrades, some alerts to say, hey, knock, knock, hey, you, you can't come in here with that same mentality that worked for you over there, even if it worked. So a whole nother story if it didn't work, but even if it worked, you can't just assume it's going to work. So I came in to one of those Decembers and I'm like, wait, something is wrong. Like I'm expecting this to be busy. But the truth was, and and I and that was a great lesson, Nick's was like, yo, this is a different industry. The audience and the way people respond in this industry is not how they are in your other industry. So you gotta change with the times, which is interesting while passive, repurposing and adjusting to the times, do you just stop or still post and show up for your brand or completely close off? Like, how do you do both? So definitely speak to that a little bit because I know what I did. And I was just saying, I'm not saying this the right way, but I, I, I did grow from it. And that's why I called it passive growth versus active growth. Like you can do both. For me, I stopped entirely. Now, Unlike you, Nikki, I think it started, in all transparency, it started with the George Floyd situation mm-hmm. because it was the first time probably ever in social media where I knew where I stood because of where I come from, more importantly, because of the community that I serve. But for the first time ever, I was like, I feel like what I say or what I can contribute is not going to be meaningful. It was a lot like that J. Cole situation. And we talked about it like very early where he was like, yo, I just don't know that I'm the right person to lead right now. Okay. And and it, it really hit me right there. I'm grateful for that time because it put me in a moment to be more studious, like to go into the books and into the movies and research and really double down instead of just taking what this person says and that person says, flip it around real quick, put it back out as if it were yours without checking your sources because that's the quickest way to find yourself to the exit. So that time for me, it completely shut me down. I went inward slowly but surely. There weren't many posts after. I I remember specifically finding uh, a picture of like a young child. It must, maybe a girl that was about five years old and she was at a protest wearing traditional clothing and she had her fist in the air. I was like, yo, that's a powerful image. And I paired that with a, with a clip from Malcolm X 
And he was talking about like, yo, despite of my growth, I'm not necessarily happy if my people are not free or are not progressing. So I paired those two together. That was around the George Floyd era. I don't think you'll find too many posts on my page after that because it like started my shutdown, but I grew tremendously over the last say 13 months because of what that process started. So just to go back to that question, I mean, I, what would you say to that or how would you play it from, from your perspective too? I'm big on staying in people's faces. Mm -hmm. I'm big on that because you make it, oops, hold on. Uh, you make it about you and that platform and that brand that you built is no longer about you. So when you disappear for, and whoever's hearing this, this is not towards Moose. This is just my thoughts, right? When, when you disappear, people are looking for you. You build trust, you build connections. And so now people are looking for that, the, that content, that, that presence that you had taken so long to, to do. And then you go ghost with no real explanation. Now, if you go and give an explanation saying, hey, I'm be out for, you know, for two weeks. I'm be out for a month. Then people be like, cool, you know, and they understand. Some people may not, but the people who really rock with you, who would be looking for your stuff, would would understand. But... I know several people that like go ghost and then come back. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's been two weeks. Go ghost again. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's been four weeks. It's like, yo, I'm about to unfollow you. Like this is, this is dramatic and stop it. Like, so the, the best way to still stay present without straightening like your mental or whatever your strategies that you needed to step away from is just use old content or use other people's content and use, you know, and just share that. But people want the presence and it's so much harder from a platform standpoint too. When you disappear, it not only hurts your audience, but it hurts your platform's performance because now it's like, ah, oh, I can't trust you. You're not going to post. I'm going to give the reach to the people who've been showing up. So from those two, two reasons, uh, I'm big on being present, but more for the community-wise than the platform-wise because it's just important to not... Uh, not fall back because you need to strategize or not fall back, hire a VA, hire uh, or purchase one of those scheduling apps and schedule a whole bunch of stuff, whatever you need to do, but do not just completely bloop because it's going to be so much harder to build trust from a person standpoint and trust from a platform standpoint. So that's my my take on yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I think it, it also depends on the people you got around you, man. Like, I think for me, I was very fortunate and lucky that we had live show going. We had the podcast come up shortly thereafter. So I was able to work out a lot of my kinks while still showing up 
consistently, but in a different way. I wasn't consistent on Instagram, but I did not miss a live on Tuesday. Yeah. Even if there was one with a with an internet outage or whatever outage, you know, we still showed up bare, bare minimum, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. But we showed up every single day since then, since March, I don't know, March 2020. You know, we, we've consistently showed up. If we missed the Tuesday for whatever reason, we pushed you to the EYL when you launched your episode. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was always something happened on Tuesday that I we could have contributed to. So I will say, I don't, you know, you got to find out like what works for you. I do believe what Nikki's saying is super, you know, credible and super accurate, especially if you don't have a lot of people in your corner. I was fortunate to be, you know, with someone like Nick's who just from the level of say growth that you were moving at, it stretched me to get all of the bad content out of me. It stretched me to figure out new ways to stay up to date. It stretched me to find new ways to find like how I want to maybe show up on social, what type of, what's my voice, what's my unique sound, because I feel like there were still parts of me that were still mimicking other people because of, I never took the time to really like process, yo, what is, what is your story? What are, what do you stand on? What do you believe in? I'm in a place now where I'm racking up for active growth. Like it's going to be a completely upside down switch. And the funny thing is I'm doing that in my own unique way too. It's been probably the six month transition that'll appear like it'll ha it happened over overnight or in a couple of days or in maybe a week or two. But the truth is this final transition has taken six months to really manifest and build out because I've then acquired the language and I've become convicted in my own voice. Let me share this just as a, a piece of practical advice for those of you who are struggling to find your own voice. If you don't know what you should talk about, what you uh, represent, who do you want to help, any of those things, double down on what you believe in. When you don't know too much about what you believe in, it's easy to get convinced and distracted to go elsewhere. So the easiest thing I can think of is my faith, right? So if I say, hey, I'm a Muslim, and then I know very little about it, and then Nikki says, hey, you know, there's this spot down the street, they talking about this new thing, that's the, you should go check that out. If she's persuasive enough, I might be like, yo, all right, cool, let me go check it out. Because I don't know enough about my beliefs, so I just accepted what somebody handed me as the manual for how you should believe or how you should go about it. The minute you start doing a little work, the minute you start digging a little bit deeper, the minute you start understanding what, what does that relationship mean, what does that belief system consist of? What are the values that you should live by if you are of that specific thing? And it doesn't, this, this doesn't have to be spiritual. It doesn't just have to be spiritual. It can relate to your business. It can relate to your brand. Think of them as the, the mission statement, the brand values that you represent, all of these different things. The more you study them, the more that you dig deeper into them and plant your flag into something solid, it's difficult to get convinced to move to stop, to change direction. You can adjust, but not go in an entirely different direction. 
you don't just wake up one day and say, oh yeah, I don't, I no longer believe what I believed for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I just, I changed my mind about what I believe. I don't think it's relevant anymore. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a new me. Not overnight. So if you finding yourself inconsistent, if you're finding yourself just struggling to work out of a passive growth season and it's not clicking and it's not giving you the results that you want, double down on your belief system. The minute you define like the parts of you that that no longer care about other people's opinion, that's when you know that you're getting in a place that's like, ooh, okay, look, look out for him. Look out for her because now they're getting to a place with themselves that they're comfortable in what they're saying, they're comfortable in what they're sharing, and they're not necessarily concerned about what your reaction is. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in a lot of ways, I was being prepped in this last season so that whatever I do decide to put out moving forward, when, when people start making those hateful comments, I'm not gonna ball up and like, oh no, let, let me, uh, uh, yeah, um, let me, um, you know, like just missing the beat and, and, and shaking up and it's like, no, everything that I've shared or whatever the case may be, it's coming off of a long line of study, practice, you heard our theme from the year, test before you teach. So it's like when you put the time in to do that, it becomes easy. One of my favorite things about you, Nick, when you shared some stuff that was controversial or at least was received in a way, you would you would do what you know, a few different things, but I love when you would stand up in the comments and just be like, yo, you don't I'm not inviting you to believe what I believe, but this is my platform and I'm entitled to share what I want to share where a lot of people who aren't prepared for their growth season, they'll get that backlash and automatically start questioning what they were doing and then find themselves toiling out of control. Like, oh, what happened? You weren't convicted in what you believe. You didn't know what you stand for. You didn't know what you were working toward. So, so you, 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 know, you backpedaled and went out of control again. So again, for those of you in that reactive season, I'd hope to serve as an example. I don't like to talk about things before I do them, but I'd hope to serve as an example or at least push you in that direction to say, yo, double down on your belief system, get clear on what those things are and stop just taking things for face value and be very surface level with a lot of different things because you can get pulled and shaken up from whatever that is.